Hi, everybody. Coach D. Bernardo. Episode number five called Find Your People. So these are really unique times. These are times of the Internet and information is at your fingertips, right? It's everywhere and it's mostly free. If you're going to look hard enough, it's really amazing. Everything is there for you. It reminds me of a, an interesting story of a javelin thrower who ended up winning a gold medal at the Olympics. And, you know, it's really a fascinating story because the guy didn't have a coach. So what did he do? He looks up on YouTube, a really famous coach from javelin coach, obviously from Scandinavia. And he watches all the guys YouTube instructional videos of how to throw a javelin. So he practices on his own, and the guy wins the gold medal in the Olympics of the javelin throw. It's crazy, but all the information is there at your fingertips. This dude was resourceful. He looked in the right spots. He got good information, and then he applied it. And I'm here to say that, listen, that doesn't happen in 1985. We didn't... We didn't have an internet. We didn't have cell phones that you could just pull stuff up on. Even if you're at the soccer field and you, you want to know how to do a move, there you go. Pull it up on your phone. So, you know, I, I consider myself a little bit naive for not seeing the benefits of this because I was around, you know, I was a young person when the internet was coming into fruition. And I remember me and my friend would go running every single morning at that time. We were crazy. We bought these lights and we strap them, these lights on our head and we'd run through the woods before anybody was up at like five in the morning. Right. And I asked him, I'm like, yo, Bri, <laughs> what, what did you do last night? He's like, dude, I have the Internet. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Like, tell me about it. And he's like, I went on the Internet and I listened to these weird yellow frogs or whatever, these humongous bullfrogs or whatever they were. In Brazil, he's like, and I'm sitting here in my living room in Middletown, Connecticut, listening to these, these, these frogs in Brazil make these noises. And I said to myself, geez, that, that, that's amazing. Like, you're listening to frogs in Brazil. And then we go up and we, we run in the morning. And it really hit me like, that's just crazy that this dude is listening to frogs in Brazil. And forget the frogs. The implications was there's billions of other things that you can learn on the Internet. And I was probably a little slow to pick this up. That's really useful information. But here's what happens, in my opinion, is there's so much out there now. There's so much free information at your fingertips that it can lead you all over the place. And not that it's a bad thing to be led down these different rabbit holes and so forth, but can you identify who it is? Like for me in soccer, like there's a certain way that I like to see the game. There's a certain strategy, certain tactics, certain training that I, I really identify with. Once I find those people, it's like a gold mine. I go through all their content like crazy. 
And it's efficient for me. It's super efficient because they view things somewhat similar to me, right? But even if when I see something that's radical now, like there's a guy in Brazil, his name is Dince, and he coaches a team called Fluminense. And they play in such a manner that is really something I've never seen before. I'm immediately able to get onto Instagram, to get onto YouTube, to get... And I can immediately see this is what he's teaching his team. This is his team in key moments of the game. I'm able to analyze that for myself within seconds, within minutes. I mean, it is really, really interesting. So if you can find some people that you really resonate with, whether it's sports, whatever, that's that's worth its weight in gold. For me, it's like... Pep Guardiola, um, great soccer tactician, great coach. Rob Gray, academic theory guy, really, really smart. Looking at, you know, I can analyze Tony Poulos back at Stoke if I want to sit in a compact defense. Vince Lombardi from from the NFL, one of the one of the fathers of of you know American football. You have Bill Walsh, who's an amazing guy to study from San Francisco 49ers. And then the information on podcasts is crazy. Like the guys from My First Million, really, really interesting guys who've kind of opened up some some nice visions for me. Um, we study billionaires, Warren Buffett, Gary Vee. Like these are all people that I would have never known if it wasn't for technology. Um, you know, for me, I, I grew up in an age where coaches were dictators and you know, you do it like this or I'm going to kick your butt and you could leave if you don't listen to me. And, you know, we trained very differently back in the day. But just because I grew up like that in the 80s, the 90s, da, 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 it doesn't mean that I can't adapt. Like everybody can be a lifetime learner. I don't have to teach the game and have the viewpoints and I don't have to invest my money like they did in 1970. I can adapt if, and it helps if you turn into the right people and the people who are super knowledgeable um, and who have a, a, a method that really resonates with you. Now, I'm not saying, by the way, that I'm going to study Nick Saban. I'm going to study Pep. I'm going to study, I'm going to become them. I think you have to understand as you get all this information, you have to take it to the field. You have to do it in business. You have to do it in, you know, whatever you do in your organizations, you have to apply it, but you have to apply it in a way that is you, right? It still has to fit you and who you are. So, you know, for me, it's 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 funny, like I subscribe to so many of the major websites in my industry because I want to improve. I want to get better. I want to see what's out there. And, you know, financially, I probably was not the smartest guy, especially in my 20s and 30s. I made some really stupid decisions. I am not an expert financially. However, I got a lot smarter about how to invest my money. I got a lot smarter about diversification. I got a lot smarter in, in, in what's comfortable for me. Is it comfortable for me to have 
90% of my money in equities? Is it comfortable for me to have 40% of my money in equities, 30% in bonds, 30% in, uh, in, in, in maybe treasuries now that they're paying four and a half, five percent whatever it is, I figured out a way that I could go to bed at night and not worry about my investments. Um, and it took a lot of research. And I also dedicated maybe five to 10% of my money that, listen, I downloaded a technical analysis app. I, I listen every, I love the financial markets. I listen every single day. And I become a little bit in tune of, if there's something that I really like, if there's if there's a stock that makes a lot of sense to me, I, I I'll invest that five or ten percent, and that that it's not a ton, five percent, not a ton, but it keeps me in the game because I actually like the game. I like the game of of Bitcoin. I like the game of when you know if you knew when to get out of of um. That funny little dog coin there. I forgot the name of it. That Elon Musk and Mark Cuban were uh, were were pushing on social media. But if you got in and got out, you did really well. But if it's only five percent, three percent of your money, it's great. No worries. So let me let me kind of wrap up here. Is that this is the this is the day of the information age where information is at your fingertips. If you, whether you want to learn how to buy stocks, whether you want to learn how to coach soccer, whether you want to learn to start a business, listen, the way that I learned how to write ebooks and make money online selling books, I learned it from videos. I watch video after video from YouTube, how to self-publish on, on, on Amazon, what things, what, what are the niches, what things sell, how long should the books be, all that kind of, I learned everything on YouTube videos. And to this day, I'm still learning things from YouTube videos. I mean, it's just such an amazing source, but then I have to apply it. But listen, applying it is fun. Really, really fun. And there's always going to be the next iteration in your field. So what's coming next? And this is what makes coaches really good, by the way, like Guardiola. They're fearful of not knowing what the next big thing is. They're always searching for the next trend, the next tactic, the next this, the next that. And I think that leaders in every field, they'll never forget the fundamentals. Warren Buffett never forgets the fundamentals of investing, right? You can buy a you should buy a good company, but not at a high price. A good company at a fair price or a discounted price and then you're in good shape. So the fundamentals never change. Hey, technology changes, though. If you're going to buy, uh, uh, it's not Shiba Inu. I can't believe I can't remember that dog coin on the uh, cryptocurrency. But if you saw Elon Musk pumping up that uh, Dogecoin, that's what it is, on his Twitter, back when it was Twitter and not X, it doesn't matter what the value of that was. The value was him twi- tweeting out by Dogecoin. Right, and if you did it, you made a lot of money. So not everything goes with fundamentals; it goes on how you see value. But my point is, listen, Gary V. Why is he so good at predicting what's going to be great in the future? Because he studies nonstop about what is coming next in technology and what people want. He always knows what the consumer wants. So 
the name of this one, the name of this podcast today, right, is find your people. You want to make money? Find your people. You want to be a better coach? Find your people. You want to lose weight? You want to get fit? Find the experts that resonate with you who can give you real value and go with them. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Coach D, see you next time.